It's time for John Paul, the car doctor, on North Shore 1049. Call today with your car questions, comments, or concerns. 1-800-370-1049. That's 1-800-370-1049. John Paul, the car doctor. Good Saturday morning, everyone, and welcome to another edition of the Car Doctor program on North Shore 1049. My name is John Paul, the Car Doctor, here to help you with your car problems on this Saturday morning, March 27th. We're into our first Saturday of spring, I guess, so that's a good thing. Um, I was just reading a headline. It says, Ford, no going back to the old way of work, permanent hybrid model, a major industry shift. It says, uh, after nearly two decades of dutifully commuting to Ford Motor Company's campus in Dearborn, whether or not she needed to be there, Kelly Keller, a chemistry lab and materials compliance manager, discovered over the past year that she and her team could be productive from home. For me, it's two hours. I have to do work instead of sitting in traffic. It's one of the good sides of the pandemic. The work is still getting done, and I think Ford sees that just 12 months after COVID-19 prompted a mandatory office exile. Ford last week told tens of thousands of salaried employees they can continue to work at least some at home on a permanent basis. The hybrid schedule is a drastic shift for the traditional manufacturer that could prompt a larger modernization. Well, I think we're going to be the same way at work. I don't think we're in any rush to get back. I heard maybe after the summertime, and then we might go to this sort of hybrid um, system where we can sort of socially distance and all that sort of stuff. So our desks are pretty close together, so maybe put up panels. Who knows what we'll end up with, but uh, it looks like we're going to be kind of in the same way. Although I'm a little, you know, it says here that after, you know, commuting for two decades and having a couple more hours, that she can do work. Wouldn't it be better to spend a couple more hours, you know, work your eight hours and take that other couple hours for yourself? I don't know. I was just thinking that. Uh, but anyway, uh, something to think about. Uh, GM is weighing on us, and this comes from Automotive News, it says GM weighs stocking its electric vehicles at regional lots. Amazon-like delivery model may speed delivery to dealers. Uh, General Motors is considering a page out of Amazon's playbook. Something about having their popular electric vehicles at regional lots so uh, the dealers can get them quicker. Uh, interesting idea. And who you, you probably heard that there's a microchip shortage, and microchip shortages are affecting um, all kinds of different things. Um, but there's also a seat foam shortage. I guess I didn't think about that, but, uh, but apparently the foam that goes in the seats... Um, are combining with uh, package ports and cargo crunch to shut down assembly lines, even as dealers clamor for inventory uh, because dealers want to see more inventory. Um, so uh, who knows? Who knows? So we were supposed to be talking to Ted Ryan this morning. Ted Ryan is the automotive historian from Ford Motor Company, and I think he may have forgotten about us. Well, we'll have to. We'll I have think to I think he may have forgotten about us. Yeah. 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 Hmm. So um, we have a call into him. We're waiting, hopefully, that okay. he can call right. back within time. Okay. But in the meantime, Frankford Med Frank from Medford has called, and he has a question for you. Okay, and don't forget about your mini question because I think I have okay. an answer. Okay, cool. Right. Well, we'll, right. and we'll talk about that down the line. Yeah. yeah okay. Frank, you there? All right, let's... Frank. 
Frank. Hey, hang on a second. Hold on. All right. All right. We'll let Frank. We'll let Frank and Biff work it out here. Frank, are you there? Yes, I am. There you are. There's Frank. What's up, Frank? Hey. Thank you, John Paul. Morning. Uh, I have a question. I have a uh, 2008 E150 window van Ford. Yep. Yep. And last Saturday, the wife uh, was using it, and she said the steering was hard. And okay. Power steering, right? So. Yep. Now I'm having a, a super problem trying to get a, uh, a seal. I was, you know, for the uh, for Pitman arm shaft box, you know, okay. for the bottom yep. of the box. Mm-hmm. And uh, it, uh, I called Ford. They didn't have it. They could order it, but they want to sell me the whole kit, rebuilding kit for the uh, box, and it's like a hundred forty, fifty dollars or something for the. Uh, and I remember having a '99 pickup with a with the uh, seal leaking on the steering uh, yeah. box, and I changed it out. And I, I I bought it somewhere. I can't remember so many years ago, and I never had a yeah. problem with the box again once they changed that bottom seal. Yeah, and, and that and that's what's and that's what's wrong with that's what's wrong with this. It's the uh, it's the steering box that's bad. Yeah, or the, the steering seal box seal the, is uh, bad. Uh, yeah, yeah. So. Um, it had to leak before because I grease and oil it all the time. It's like 130,000 yeah. miles, and it never leaked a drop. All of a sudden, last Saturday, the thing is uh, lost fluid and, uh, you know, yeah, not steering. So, yeah, I mean, you may you may find that you might be able to get this part online. That's a possibility. So that might that might work. That might work. So you might be able to find you might be able to find it online rather than the rather than the dealer. Um, so that might be a, that might be a, a first place to, to start. So, um, have, have you looked online at all? I had my son-in-law cause he's got, I call him the magic phones. I got a flip phone. Okay. Yeah. I'm 23, yep. whatever they yep. But anyways, yep. yeah. So he, he got, he ordered, uh, one from AutoZone, right? Uh, okay. Online. Cause, cause yep. the store says we don't carry it. We don't carry it. We don't have yep. it. Right. Yeah. That's the big problem. I've called a bunch of auto parts there or whatever there, and nobody says they yeah. they carry it. So uh, he uh, audited it, and I opened up the package, and it says, uh, for 1965 Ford, Lincoln, and Mercury uh, vehicles, right? And I'm going like, 1960, you know, it says 1965 yeah. and up. And I'm going, is this possible that the uh, box hasn't changed in 56 years or something that they uh, uh, that is, that that is entirely possible that is yeah, entirely well, possible that that is the same power steering box that they've been using forever and I had called about uh, replacing the box because I I called another uh, garage there and he uh, says we don't even fix the seals we don't change them he says we change the box them, yeah, yeah. What what um what year Ford did you say this was? Two thousand and eight E one fifty, and they also yeah. ask when you do the steering box. There's two different boxes, I guess, because they ask when the manufacturing date of the vehicle is, and that's a, it was manufactured in ten oh seven. Okay, you know, so it's kind of a kind of a almost a two thousand eight. So um, it is a two thousand eight. Yeah, I mean, vehicle. yeah, yeah. I mean, you 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 know, I just looked online. And uh, um, Napa has a steering. Napa says they have a uh, uh, power steering Pittman shaft lower seal kit for eleven ninety nine. 
Now, is that uh, safe for a 2080 yeah? Yeah. Yeah. Really? Yeah. yeah. What? What? Yeah. And that's a Napa site? Yeah, it's NapaOnline.com. Okay. Cause, so it's, uh, the, so it's, a, it's the two seals, the two metal washes, and the big snap ring. Right. Yeah, that's what yeah. you see. I haven't taken it apart. Yeah. I'm afraid to take it apart because yeah. if I pull it out and I don't have the right seals, I'm all done. Oh, oh yeah. You know, yeah, you, it, yeah. And also, yeah, no, check it, this curbside. I, I, I found a, uh, a quart bottle of K&W uh, transmission power steering sealer. Yeah. Right? It was never opened, right? Somebody, somebody threw it out there with a, with a gallon of, uh, of, uh, the, uh, the new automatic transmission LV uh, Mercron. Yeah. Yep. Uh, yep. So, so I'm saying, like, and it says double your money back if uh, if it doesn't work. If it doesn't if you're not work. Satisfied. I'm saying yeah. to myself. Well, I, I mean, a lot of the stuff, a lot of the stuff, all it really does is thicken up the power steering fluid, so it doesn't leak as fast. Oh, really? Yeah. Yeah. You can. I mean, you you look at the stuff. Um, uh, you know, go go to the go to the auto parts store and look in the power steering fluid section, and you'll see you know you'll see a bunch of stuff that says seals power steering leaks. And you pick up the bottle and go to shake it, and it's like shaking maple syrup. <laughs> yeah. So yeah. Yeah. Before when I had the '99, I was buying the Valvoline uh, power steering seal or you know stop leak, yeah. whatever. Yeah. It was. Yeah. In fact, yeah. I still I have mean, a half. It, yeah, I mean it can't it can't hurt, but it looks like you can get it looks like I mean according to what I just looked at online and I and I looked up oh seven and oh eight and they look kind of the same. So um but Yeah, uh, it is an oh eight. You know, it's an oh eight. Yeah. Uh yeah. Uh yeah, because so. uh you know, naturally I go I went over to AutoZone after uh, my son in law got the package, yeah. right? And I there's a guy over there that's been there for years and he had a Ford pickup, you know, yeah. and uh uh, he's kind of like the commercial pots guy over yep. there, whatever yep. the desk. But uh, he, he tells me, he goes, "You're gonna, you're gonna see that that doesn't fit." He says, "It's not gonna be the right one." Oh, well. this is what he told me. Uh, this is, you know, if that's the one with the sixty-five and up. That only came with two seals and a snap ring, no washers. So, oh, right. and that is nineteen sixty-five and up, and whatever you know, whatever that means yeah. to infinity, yeah. you know. So. Yeah. I'm surprised though on the on the Napa thing because uh, he was he was looking at advanced Napa and uh, and all of them and I yeah. and, I and, you know and my and the Amazon had when I think it said uh, it might be non compatible or something I don't I don't uh -huh. understand that either. Uh -huh. I mean it's you know unless unless it's just because it's online and it's and it's matching or up something different but it looks kind of looks like it's compatible to me. I don't know. Yeah, it, it could be a uh, universal thing yeah. or something. Yeah. Uh, I don't know how universal, but... Um, yeah, but it does actually yeah. say for a 2008. That's, I mean, that's what I, that's what, when I put in 2008, it popped up with this, so... Yeah. I so, yeah. I mean, I you I'll... know, I'd, I'd have to, you know, try to, try to do it and talk to you at the same time confuses me a little bit, so... Um, you know, I'm trying to, you know, doing three things at once confuses me, so... But yeah, it looks, kind of, kind of looks like it does. Yeah. A friend of mine yeah. used to say to me, he used to say, you're a walking distraction. Uh, <laughs> well, I don't, I won't say that, but you know, it, it's, uh, you know, you know, but it, it, to me, it, I mean, to me, it looks, it looks like it is. I mean, right. You know, so it, what it, 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 that's what I was telling my son. I said, yeah. like, order all the packages yeah. or whatever there and I'll, yeah. uh, 
you know, at least I'll have a choice there when I pull the thing down to see if uh, something fits. You know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah. That's no, what I was, looks, that was the mentality yeah. of it. You know yeah. what I mean? No, uh, I'd, I'd, go, I'd go try to find a Napa store near you somewhere and go in and ask them. See what, see what, tell them what it is and say, you know, it's a... You know, it's you know what year. Well, believe it or not, I already I called Napa because I I don't use that like you know the yeah. internet yeah. thing. And yeah. Napa, this guy says he didn't see anything on his site. Oh, okay, yeah. So I don't well, know why he said I, that, but yeah, I mean, I just I just googled you know Pittman Seal and came up with it. So I don't know. Right. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I'll uh, I'm gonna try. try I'm gonna call him now and see if he'll uh, yeah. order it see, for see, me. See what they see what they say. Yeah, right. and and you know, and, so, know and if there is and if there is a difference, if there is a difference in oh seven oh eight, you know, if the if that was the dividing line in there, you know, what are both of them? So you have them both just to make sure, then return the one you don't need. Absolutely, I I don't understand yeah. the disconnect between the store telling me they don't carry it and the yeah. and the internet site for like auto Yeah, yeah, I mean they, maybe they, they just have. don't. Yeah, I mean maybe they, uh, you know, and maybe the uh, maybe online's wrong. I don't know. You know, maybe they, you know, maybe they know, but it seems to me, it seems to me that it looks like, it looks like it, you know, it, you know, it popped up when I put in, uh, when I put in the year and E150 and it came right. up with, uh, it came up with Napa and then it came up with, uh, uh, you know, there's a couple other places that popped up with it too. I, I didn't see it in, uh, in car ID or, or, uh, Rock Auto. I didn't. I didn't look there. I just looked at Napa real quick because that's the first thing that popped up. And and even the complete steering box kit is only twenty five bucks. So where did you see that? Uh, that was on Napa too. Oh really? Yeah. Yeah. So uh, I looked oh, there and see, see what see what it is. I'll give you a ring next week. <laughs> All right. Let me know. Let me know what because you see. The box is like new is nine hundred, seven hundred, yeah. and three mans are like one hundred and fifty eight. Yeah, yeah. I mean, sometimes, sometimes if you know, if the box has got some wear in it, you know, if you if you grab the Pitman arm and if the bearing in the bottom of it's worn, yeah. you know, it'd be worth spending one hundred and fifty dollars for a remanufactured box. Then you know you're going to be in good shape. You yeah, know, if you, the, you know. Yeah, because that's know, what if, Ford wants for the kit, for the, for yeah, the rebuild yeah, kit gaskets and yeah. seals. No, one hundred thirty-five yeah. something. Yeah, I mean, if you can, if you can get a remanufactured steering box for under two hundred dollars, and you're and that's got some wear in it. You know, if you can't take the slop out of the steering wheel because the the because the, oh, the, the gear set inside there is worn enough that you can't. If you start to preload it and it starts to bind up, you know that screw at the top with the lock nut on it that you can tighten down and take some of the play out of the wheel. You know, if you still got wear in there, or you or you you crawl under there and have somebody turn the steering wheel and you see the bottom of the pitman arm starting to move a little bit in the box, you know the you know the bearing's gone or the box itself has got worn. You know, then it yeah, make, it would make sense to put a whole new box in it. Yeah, because the uh, on the nineteen sixty five sheet. It shows a bushing, a solid bushing, top yep. and bottom on that chair. Yep. It doesn't show bearing, yep. you know what I'm saying? Yep. Yep. I'm saying, yeah, yep. if the bushing's yep. probably worn, yep. then there's play yep. in it and it ruins yep. the seal. Exactly. And the seal can, you know, a new seal in there is going to, you know, be flexible enough and it's going to stop the leak for a while till it can't, you know. It'll right. be all good till it isn't. Okay? <laughs>
The only problem is it's uh, the wife's vehicle. She hasn't had yeah, it for a week. Yeah, yeah. Climbing the I, wall. Uh, I know what you mean. I, what year is it again? 07 or 08? 08. 08. 08. Yeah. Yeah, 2008. Yeah. yeah I'm going to look around. In 07. I guess that's uh, a late model instead of an early yeah, model. Yeah. Yeah. So, yeah, so model. You, you, I don't know on that yeah, it's an early model 08. Yeah. So, yeah, anything oh. usually made after September is most of the times the next year. So, you know, September, oh, okay. October, maybe. So that's an early model 08. Yeah. 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 But I'm gonna I'm gonna do a little I'm gonna do a little digging around during the commercial. We'll go we'll see what we'll see what's up then. Okay, okay? thanks a lot, John. All right. All right, take care. Bye bye. Bye bye. Have a good weekend. You too. So I guess uh Ted Ryan stood us up. A biff. I guess we got our wires crossed with Ted. Uh, well, I don't know. I don't know what to say. Hmm. His PR guy said you're all set, so Yeah, because originally they originally they wanted to do it last week and of course last week we were busy, so we couldn't, so. But, yeah, I mean, you put a call into him, so if he's, you know, looking at his phone, maybe, you know, maybe he's not feeling well, You know, well. when we go to break here, I'll try try again. Yeah, yeah, yeah okay. I, I, All right. I, I mean, this would be like the third time, but wait, what the heck, we'll try yeah. again. Yeah, that, that's okay, that's okay. Um, I'm going to actually talk about a kind of a fun car I drove for a couple of days, if that's okay with you. That is okay with me. Yeah. The car is an Acura NSX, and... And an NSX is a two-seat sports car. And kind of a few questions first. Is the NSX a supercar? You know, like Ferrari and Lamborghini? And I think so. It does have 573 horsepower on tap. Um, that is actually partially produced with electricity. It has three electric motors and it'll run to 60 miles an hour in a little over three seconds. And it's all-wheel drive. So I guess that kind of makes it a supercar. Um, can you drive it year-round? Um, I think so. It's, uh, you know, on a smooth, you know, is it just a smooth road, sunny day car? Um, you know, you got to watch out for potholes. It's got great big tires on it. And this one actually had, um, year, this one had winter performance tires on it. Big, gigantic winter tires. Um, and it's all-wheel drive. But it does sit about three inches off the ground. So it's not like you're going to drive it through the snow because it would get stuck. Um, so uh, so the height would limit any snow driving. Uh, the ride can be adjusted from, uh, you know, track firm to reasonably comfortable. So, yes, it's a year-round car, mostly. Again, I don't think I would take it out in a blizzard, but, you know, certainly you could drive it around. You could, you know, I drove it this week, so it was... Uh, it was pretty comfortable to drive drive around, but like I said, I spent a lot of time staring over the steering wheel looking for potholes because uh, it does sit pretty low to the ground, and I don't want to do any damage. So, um, I don't remember the last time I drove a high performance sports car. Maybe a McLaren from last year that was pretty interesting, and uh, where that felt ready for the track, the NSX does feel more of a daily driver. And even the McLaren I drove, which was sort of designed for more grand touring it was still firm and it was big uh the steering on the nsx couldn't be any better um it's not heavy just precise uh wasn't twitchy at all and the cabin well once you get in it which um this is a very low car so you need to be flexible or young or young and flexible um, so getting getting in was pretty easy. Getting out, well, a little bit more difficult because you're getting out of something that's really close to the ground. Um, so, but once you're in there, uh, the seats are really comfortable. They're supportive. They offer a ton of adjustments. Uh, like I said, entry and exit a little bit challenging. 
Um, maybe it has to do with my age. But once you're in, like, stay there and just drive. Um, the exhaust, um, it's actually really civilized. It, it sounds, it actually goes from quiet to more powerful sounding, but it's never obnoxious, and I like that. The controls are uh, interesting. The NSX uses a nine-speed uh, direct-style clutch transmission, so like a dual-clutch dual transmission like a lot of cars do with paddle shifts and a manual mode. Um, and uh, the shifter is interesting because it's a push-button arrangement. It's simple. It's easy to use. Uh, you know, park is at the top. There's a little kind of lever you push down for reverse, uh, button for drive. But it looks like it came right out of a Honda Odyssey minivan, which if I wasn't in a Honda Odyssey minivan recently, and it makes kind of makes sense, the push-button arrangement makes sense because it doesn't clog up the interior. Um, but it's just kind of interesting. It looks like it came right out of a Honda Odyssey. In manual mode, the shifts are better than I could do, really crisp. Uh, like the rest of the mechanicals, the car felt really precise. The infotainment system's due for an upgrade. The screen is dated looking and there, there are, uh, no radio and, uh, tuner controls. So it's like you, to find a radio station, you need to, um, go to the touchscreen and to adjust the volume, you need to go to the touchscreen. Yeah, you can do the volume adjustment on the steering wheel, but, you know, call me a little old fashioned. I want to see a volume knob and I'm sure that's changing as time goes on. Storage compared to the previous NSX is spacious. There is a small trunk, a few cubbies. I think it's only four or five cubic feet of space. But as I remember the last NSX that I drove way back when, I had a little bag with me, and I don't think there was room to put it. In the, there was barely room to put it in the car. Um, so, uh, you know, is this a store? You know, are you going to go to Home Depot with this? Only if you're going to buy, like, a faucet or something. You're not going to go buy... A big box of anything at Home Depot with this, but you could go. You could go to the grocery store and buy a couple bags of groceries. Uh, you will put them the, the cargo areas sort of in front of the engine too. So again, you're not going to be putting a lot of stuff in there, and probably not ice cream. So is the NSX worth one hundred sixty thousand dollars compared to sports cars like the Porsche nine eleven, Audi R eight, uh, Mercedes GT? It certainly holds its own. But when compared to some supercars like McLaren or Lamborghini or Ferrari, it looks like a bargain. Um, and like most Acura vehicles, will probably never break down. Uh, which, you know, having a performance car, 0 to 60 in 3 seconds, really cool looking, got a lot of attention. Of course, it was in bright yellow, which is one of the reasons. Um, almost at 160000 almost seemed like a bargain. Not that I'm going to spend $160,000 on a car, but almost if you want that performance. And also, if you want something that is unique and you don't see a lot of them, it is. Uh, I also saw that uh, Jerry Seinfeld's NSX that he bought, it was like number four, it was a 2017, uh, is going up for auction, and it's... Uh, he had it for a little while and gave it away to one of his friends. So it's uh, actually up for auction. So if you want to buy your own formerly Jerry Seinfeld, formerly Dave, somebody Dave, I don't know, Dave, Dave who did like stunts and stuff. So, uh, but, you know, that car is coming up for auction. So, but the NSX really, you know, handles like a, handles like a slot car, uh, create, you know, really good performance, really nice sound. 
if you're in the market for a performance car, you should really look at an NSX. It, it is a, it's a really, really interesting, really fun car to drive. Uh, and again, stands out from the crowd. Kind of nice. Kind of different. Uh, why don't we take a break, pay some bills when we come back? Uh, maybe we'll talk to you. Our phone number is 800-370-1049. 800-370-1049. Lines are open. Give us a call. If it's local you want, it's local we have. Your local connection, North Shore 104.9. I it's Hank Morse. Join me weekday mornings. We'll have local news, entertainment, music to get you going, and lots of laughs. Laugh and learn weekday mornings from 6 to 10 on your local connection, North Shore 104.9. Hi folks, this is Gerard Moynihan of Moynihan Lumber. Did you know that professional builders and remodelers choose Anderson Windows more than any other brand in the United States? And if you're thinking about replacing the windows in your home, you should see the Anderson Woodwright replacement windows, which can add considerable value to any home. See the Anderson Windows on display at Moynihan Lumber in Beverly, North Reading, and Plastown, New Hampshire, or visit us at MoynihanLumber.com. Moynihan Lumber, we measure up. Hello? Hi, Grampy. You're still picking me up from baseball tonight in the new Grand Cherokee, right? I want to impress my new girlfriend. Girlfriend? You're 15. You can lease a new 2021 Jeep Grand Cherokee Laredo 4x4 with just $39.95 cash or train down, plus the normally startup cost for 24 months for only $96 a month, and I think that's impressive. Hey, I'm not trying to sell her a car. I just wanted her to like me. See you tonight. Gotta go. Bye. Go to kellyauto.com for all the easy lease details during the Jeep celebration event. Hey, how's that for making it easy? That's the Kelly are you looking for extra income? Caring Choice Transportation seeks 7D licensed drivers, LPNs, and RNs to join their growing business, transporting children and adults with special needs to area schools and medical appointments. Caring Choice Transportation will train to assist with 7D student licensing. They offer competitive hourly salaries. Details online at caringchoicetransportation.com or call them today, 978-375-3026 for details. That's 978-375-3026. She's real fine, my 409. She's real fine, my 409, my 409. Well, I saved my pennies and I saved my dime. And welcome back to the Car Doctor program on North Shore 1049. Our phone number, 800-370-1049. Isn't that easy to remember? Even I can mostly remember. Except every once in a while when I say one eight hundred. But you know, but it's you've done really well. You haven't done the have, one for have, quite a while, I so I, while. I think You're you've right. um, the yeah. therapy we've put you in has been yeah. pretty effective. Yeah, yeah the, the shock therapy. <laughs> <laughs> uh, let, but let's talk to Mike in Bridgewater. Let's do that. Let's do that. Thank you, Michael? there. Yes. What's up, Mike? Hey, happy spring! Happy spring, John. Happy spring! Happy almost Easter! Happy all that stuff. Yes, I wished Biff a lot of eggs. So. um Question, um, <laughs> you've talked about it before. I heard Hyundai uh, was talking about a level four autonomous driving. And um, the reason I'm, I'm mentioning it, there's a company in Boston that's a, 
partner with them. It's called Aptive. And I was wondering if you can shed any light. Has your thinking changed, or are you thinking any more about this? When they're talking level four, I know it's not quite you know, level five and that kind of thing, but level, I was just wondering level, if you thought here, here, you wouldn't mind. Here's, here's what I know. And it, it, um, level one is, level zero is nothing. Level zero, zero is you get in the car and you drive it. Level one is sort of the car controls the speed. So a smart cruise control. So it speeds up, it slows down based on the cars around you. Level two is sort of, it speeds up, it slows down, and it can kind of go left and right. So it, you know, some people say level two is it holds you in the lane. Other people say level two really means if you put on the turn signal, change lanes all by itself. Level three is the stupid one. Level three drives itself until it can't. So, for instance, if you're driving along and a box falls out of the back of a truck, the car may panic, and it's up to you to jump in and take over and, you know, do whatever you need to do to keep from, you know, running somebody over. Um, that, that, to me, takes all the fun out of having a self-driving car because... Um, What's the point of having a self-driving car if you have to be kind of posed over the steering wheel, ready to jump in and drive when the car can't drive anymore? Now, some mm -hmm. Mercedes says, for instance, their level three car will be able to react to the to the uh, box falling off the truck. Where it won't be able to react is the sign that says construction zone two miles ahead. And then when you see that warning, you're supposed to say, oh, I better take over because you never know what's going to happen with the construction zone. I, to me, that takes all the fun out of it. Now, level four is fully self-driving in a, in a regional area. So in other words, um, they kind of zip code it almost and, and say, okay, anywhere around Bridgewater, East Bridgewater, the, you know, um, a good example is if you go over to Bridgewater State College or Bridgewater University or whatever they call it now, and uh, you're a student and you're getting, and you want to get food delivered to your dorm, they have these little robots that deliver food to the dorm. You actually heard and, about those, yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Well, that's sort of level four because they're driving around, the, those things are driving around the campus with nobody driving it. But only within the campus. If you took one of those and brought it to, um, and brought it to, uh, I don't know, the, the, uh, the Middleborough Rotary, it would get run over because it doesn't know where it is. But in, at the Bridgewater campus, it knows where it is. So it knows how to get around. So that's level four. So level four, level four is, you know, if, you know, if you were driving into Boston, and they had all the roads all plotted from from your house to downtown Boston and back, and all the little streets. And you know, downtown Boston, downtown Boston is you know used to be cattle paths, so that's why the streets don't make any sense because they're, they're all circles. And you know, they had all that plotted out. It'd be okay. And now, and you know, one of the things I like about self-driving cars is, based on my experience, is self-driving cars pay attention when. People don't, so I kind of like it. And but um, and then level five is you put in, you know, I want to, you know, I want I want to get my car and I want it to drive to, you know, I don't know, Phoenix, and 
only wake me up when I need to get gas. So, and it will make its way all the way there and all the way back. And level five, in theory, doesn't even have a steering wheel. So level four has a steering wheel and brakes and gas pedal. But the idea is it's going to work perfectly within a certain area. And then outside of that area, it's not going to work. So that's level four. Okay. Um, I, so would that be, when you mentioned the steering wheel, is that with that new steering wheel and the Tesla, is that the kind of direction they're moving in, changing the steering wheel, and eventually you won't have one on a Tesla, that kind of thing? Uh, I, I, I would be uh, eventually, like, you know, uh, you know, 40 years from now, maybe. But, you know, one of the things with Tesla is, you know, people have figured out how to fool Tesla. And, you know, it, you know when it's in its self-driving mode, you uh, squeeze the steering wheel, and it thinks you're still driving, even though you're not, because it feels your hand on the wheel. The other thing about Tesla is, and I just read this the other day, um, Tesla is a spying on people. They have their cameras on all the time, and people don't know that. But um, hmm. so they're they're watching what you're doing in their car, and they're taking all kinds of notes and doing research about how you drive their cars. So. Hmm. Um, 1984 and 2020. Yeah, exa exa exactly, exactly, exactly. <laughs> yeah. So, uh, may, my, may I? my my boss's boss is interested in buying a new Model Y someday, and I sent him the article about how your Tesla is going to spy is going to be spying on you. And he's like, "I'm an open book. Let it spy all it wants." But you know, yeah, maybe they don't have to have to dress up instead of just having sweatpants on. So maybe yeah, that yeah, yeah. But you know, is it is it going to know that you just? Uh, you just went to you know Burger King and got you know and got you know uh, food that wasn't good for you, and it's going to come home and it's going to tell your wife, you know. Yeah, or they give you the coupon and there you yeah. go. To yeah. Burger King coupon comes in your in your mailbox. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So yeah. I mean, that's what you know. All of this um, digital electronics inside cars is as much about marketing as anything else. You know, your car yeah. will know exactly what you're doing all the time. And it will, and it will be able to market things to you. So if you're, you have satellite radio, and you like, you know, uh, I don't know, some some performer, and you tag the song, don't be surprised if you get a uh, if you get a message from uh, Ticketmaster that that person's, you know, that that their concert's going to be on sale, you know, and uh, and if you don't think that stuff happens, I was I was in a supermarket in Florida, and I saw a brand of beer that I never saw before, and I. And it was some weird name, and I picked it up. I looked at the can. I stood there for a little. I wrote, read about the can, and within an hour, on my phone, on Facebook, I got a message. I got information about that beer. Now, was that wow. beer display in a very specific area in the store? So it was like a you know, it wasn't just on the shelf. It was it was its own display. And did my phone know I was staring at that one spot? And I never did buy the beer, by the way, but because um, it was weird, weird, you know, I was killing time, you know, reading, reading about some weird beer. But, yeah, so, I mean, all of this really is about, you know, all about the marketing of it. So, um, you, know, I, 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 you know, I'm hoping that when, you know, my vision's not as good as it should be or whatever it is that self-driving cars will let me drive longer. You know, that's my that's my hope. So, um you know, yeah, I'm, I, I'm I'm in favor of it. It's whether anybody can really afford it. 
Yeah, well, yeah, yeah. And, and the tech. May I say, you know, smile, yarn, candid camera takes on a whole new meaning. I guess it, it, it certainly year. does. It certainly does. Hey, we got to get going. We got to take another break. But uh, as always, thanks for listening. Thanks for calling in. Ciao, ciao. Bye. All right. See ya. Bye bye. Uh, we need to take uh, another break. Uh, when we come back, we got to talk about a Mini Cooper with a problem, and it's it's. Biff's mother's Mini Cooper. So we got to talk about that when we come back. My name is John Paul. This is the Car Doctor program. You're listening on North Shore 1049. We'll be right back. The all-new 2022 Mitsubishi Eclipse Cross is here. This is Zach Michaud from Michaud Mitsubishi. I've been driving the new Cross, and I can't tell you how impressed I am. You have to see this for yourself. An elegant design and improved handling make for a really fun driving experience. Not to mention the 10-year, 100,000-mile warranty. All month long, it's Mega March Madness. Up to $6,000 off select models. 0% financing is available as well. At Michaud Mitsubishi, we value your time. Call ahead or go online to set up your VIP appointment. Even if you've had credit mishaps, I know we can help. Come give Michaud Mitsubishi a chance and let us show you why we're your feel-good dealer. Whether you like the Outlander Sport, the Eclipse Cross, or the Mirage, they're all part of the Mega March Sales Madness event happening right now at Michaud Mitsubishi on 114 in Danvers. Visit us online at MichaudAuto.com. If renovating around your home is part of your spring or summer plans, think Thompson Construction. They specialize in decks, finished carpentry, and custom built-ins. Thompson Construction is also a full-service builder and remodeler. Matt Thompson is a third-generation master carpenter with over 30 years of hands-on experience. He's licensed and insured to serve from Boston to Maine, and he's personally on site every day. Final payments not due until the job is 100% done. For more information, call Matt Direct at 781-858-0667. That's 781-858-0667 or ThompsonConstructionInc.com. It's time to move forward, get in gear, and find a new way to fitness. There's no better place for that journey than the award-winning Beverly Athletic Club. At the BAC, you'll set your own pace, work out in a super clean fitness area, check out online classes, or join one of their community fitness classes starting soon. With offerings from aquatics to virtual classes, nutrition, personal training, and more, before you know it, your new normal will be better than before. Moving forward takes a first step. Download a free pass at beverlyathletic.com or call today for a tour. The Beverly Athletic Club. Your community, your club. Online at BeverlyAthletic.com. Hi, this is Scott Whitley with Wicked Bites North of Boston, which is right here every single Sunday morning at 9 a.m. And we're talking restaurants, and they need your help right now. We're talking takeout, pickup, curbside, you name it, we'll have it this Sunday morning at 9 a.m. right here at North Shore 104.9. Good morning, everyone. I'm Mark Rosenthal. Here is your North Shore 104.9 forecast, serving the North Shore and the Merrimack Valley. For today, lots of sunshine. It'll be breezy. Temps about 63. Winds will gradually die down. Clear and cool overnight, those falling back in the middle and upper 30s. And tomorrow, maybe some early sun, then quickly clouding over. Rain by early afternoon, low 50s, a gusty southeast wind. The rain will end tomorrow night, and on Monday, sun clouds, breezy and cool in the low 50s. 
forecast being brought to you by the Berry Tavern in Danvers. The Berry Tavern is open every day for lunch and dinner. The Berry Tavern offers takeout, ordering curbside pickup and delivery to local delivery companies. Call the Berry Tavern, 978-777-2377. For local North Shore, 1049, I'm Mark Rosenthal. And welcome back to the Car Doctor program on North Shore 1049. Well, with us on the phone, Ford historian Ted Ryan going to take us through the March Madness of uh, Ford. Ted, good morning, and welcome back to the Car Doctor program. Uh, thank you for having me on, and we need some help from your listeners this morning because we've got Ford <laughs> Frenzy going on. You're voting your favorite Fords on Twitter. You go to Twitter and do Ford Frenzy. And right now, the 1965 Mustang, the original Mustang, is getting trumped, just, just smashed by the Mustang boss. 70 really? to 30%. That's a travesty. Now, We've got to correct this. I, I, yeah, I mean, I was kind of looking around here and looking at, you know, looking at how the, the, all of this started off with the, the final four. And you guys, you guys got some, you guys got some interesting, uh, interesting listings in here and you have, one of my favorite never ever in my life obtainable cars in here is the 1956 Continental Mark II um which I would think would do really well but I guess not huh it didn't well you know it's funny we started off with 100 cars and, and just as a background we started off with 100 cars with uh it's like the uh, 10 of the people in the Ford Communications department and then we voted on those and the ones that got votes we seated them to 64 and then we put it out to the public to begin voting a couple of weeks ago. And unfortunately for the Mark II, it is absolutely beautiful, but it got beat by the Fairlane, the 55 Fairlane yeah. uh, in the first yeah. round. That was the number 215 upset, just like uh, Oral Roberts versus Ohio State. Uh, well, and it, it, <laughs> well, it, it's funny. Biff and I were talking about this earlier, and I'm not a big March Madness guy, so I had he he was explaining some of this to me and how you know the number one team versus the number sixteen, and and he said you know every once in a while there is that upset where the you know the number sixteen does does pretty well, and uh, but I, I'm not thinking the Pinto did that well. No, the Pinto only met, it, it, it actually won a round, so it went through the well, second round. Uh, <laughs> But the uh, it didn't make it past. I think it got taken out by uh, one of the the Mustang GT350, and, and no, no way the Pinto is going to be the GT350. Uh, and right right now, the most surprising one to me on the current voting is that Mustang versus the Mustang Boss. It's thirty seven percent votes for the Mustang and sixty two point seven percent for the Boss. Uh, but the, you know, we did this to have fun. We did this so that car fans uh could pick their favorites and make it go for Jay Leno actually picked the 66 Galaxy 500 over the Model A or Model T then 08 Model T so uh you know they're out there for for folks to select the cars that they like either either the way they look on gas mileage on speed you know whatever floats their boat uh that's that's how you pick your car to, to go through to the next round now, how do people find this? How do they? How do they? How do they find it? I know they vote on Twitter, but how do? How do they find the actual where we are today with the with the uh, Ford frenzy? If you open up Twitter, if you're a Twitterite, uh, just put in the hashtag Ford frenzy, and you'll see 
the voting come up, and it, uh, we're in the 1.6 liter round. Uh, we can't okay. We can't officially say Sweet 16, so we're, we're yep. 1.6 <laughs> liter, and uh, we've got one day left in the voting. So uh, with okay, so frenzy, it's, it says. So it's today's the day. Uh, yeah, the, you got you got to get in. You got to. So we got to get in our votes today to 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 correct that potential wrong here. You're correct. They've got one day to vote on this uh, round of 1.6 liter, and then on Monday we'll open up the uh, the V8 round with the eight the eight cars that make it through this this yep. round on Monday. The voting will start again. So, and then the championship will you know we'll, we'll do the V8 round, and then we'll do the. Uh, uh, four on the floor round, and yep. then we'll do the sweet stakes round. Will be the the final round with just the two cars. What what I loved about this too was as I was looking at all the cars right from the very beginning, um, you know, it just made my kind of you know memory banks go back to some cars that you know I remember from when I was young, but also some cars that I had n- never heard of before. Uh, were were in here, which which always kind of makes which always kind of makes it fun when you know I had a I had a you know look some things up that I was like well, what the heck is that you know what's a what's yeah. a beauty you know and uh, or or the or the you know original European Transit you know I was like I think I know what it is but I want to I want to find out a little bit more about it so that that made it kind of fun and then of course the the cars that kind of you know. Dusted off my memory banks like the Mercor XR4Ti. Um, I I, I kind of remember that car sort of fondly in its own way, and uh, I was like, oh yeah, I, I haven't seen one of those for ages. So it was it was kind of fun to kind of look through that. I'm sure that's a lot of what this was all about. That's exactly why we did it. You know, this actually all started uh, the Thursday before the tournament when one of our uh, comms leaders sent around a note saying, hey, what if we ranked our 64? And we at first it was just going to be internally. And then, yep. well, you know, people might have fun doing this. And that uh, X4 RTI, I actually seeded that too low. I made that a, a, too high. I made it a 15 seed. I bet you if I mm. put it up against something other than the original F1 truck, it yep. probably would have gone through. Yeah. And the the UK cars, we, uh, our UK comms lead. Oh, the, oh, the one I was thinking of wasn't the beauty. It was the perfect or prefect. The per- or yeah. Prefect. Yeah. It's like, what the heck's that? <laughs> Uh, Ford Prefect. It's the uh, yeah. car that was one of the most popular cars in, in England. From it started off as uh, the Model Y, and then it morphed into the Poplar, and then became the Prefect. And uh, they named the character from Hitchhiker's Guide to the Galaxy after that car. Um, and if you were in, in the UK, you would you would definitely know what a Prefect and an Anglia were, as well oh, as the uh, Poplar. Yeah, Those yeah. were the, the yeah. The three varieties. Well, the ang- the Anglier was the you know one you know people here know the Anglier anybody who drag raced because they were the popular they were the popular drag racing car the, you know alcohol you know alcohol fired you know drag racers so they were they were they were real popular cars and and the uh, and the European Cougar the K U G A G A I don't know I don't know if that's actually pronounced that way but um, but you know I I remember seeing those here and there and uh, you know which which I guess was sort of the European version of an Escape right. That that's it exactly, and yeah, people also yeah. know the Anglia, the younger generation, because that's what Harry Potter flew into a tree. <laughs> ah, uh, ah. The, uh, it, they enchanted an Anglia and took off flying in it. So uh, yeah, it, there we go. Uh, there we, go. We, we did this to have fun, and I hope that everybody that, that goes through and you can, if you go to uh, FordAutoShows.com dot com forward slash Ford Frenzy, you can see the original sixty four cars that got knocked down to thirty two, and now have been knocked down to the sixteen that we're voting on. 
yep. and Twitter with Ford Frenzy. And we, we, we did the list. Of the Falcon is in there mainly because our European colleagues, they love the Falcon. The Falcon to them, it was their race car. It's what they souped up. It was what, um, you know, about the equivalent of the, uh, the 32 V8 uh, yep. uh, American Hot Rodders. That's what the Australians love is that Falcon. I, I was, I was going to say, that's, I believe that was one of the Mad Max cars, wasn't it? It was exactly, yeah. And I actually had a, a automotive reporter on Twitter. Uh, he didn't quite call me an idiot, but he did just stop just short of that because I put the thirty-two V eight uh, as a fifteen seat, and he said nobody who knows cars would ever put that as a fifteen seat. Well, you know, the problem is we had so many cars, and something's going to be a little bit lower seed. Uh, so, although I, I, I do think that the thirty-two uh, uh, Ford Deluxe V eight flathead that is an iconic car so you know it's in it's yeah. in song and and every hot rider's dream every every you're absolutely right and uh one car that i don't think i see on here and i know you can't say anything but uh i don't see a maverick on here and i understand the maverick name might be coming back the uh, early maverick was the one of the bubble teams to use the basketball okay. analogy the okay. the 69 yep. maverick which by the way was yep. one of the first cars in grabber blue color uh, yep. was on the bubble. It was number 66 yep. or 67. It was one of the last four that was out. And maybe we'll see the Maverick name again? You can't say. Oh, goodness gracious. I wouldn't know about that. I'm just a historian. Yeah. I look back, not yeah. forward. <laughs> yeah, you look back. You don't look forward. All right. Hey, Ted, thanks for taking a little time out of your Saturday morning, and it's hashtag Ford Frenzy on Twitter, and I'm going to put in my votes. Save my Mustang. Save the original Mustang. I, I will. I will. Okay. Uh, I'm kind of a fan, so yeah. Ted, thanks a lot. Take care. Thank that was you, Ted Ryan, man. Ford Historian. We need to take another break and pay some bills. My name is John Paul. This is the Car Doctor Program. We'll be right back. Hi, this is Frank of Boston Fence and Vinyl and Historic Beverly. Let us show you how the right fence can enhance the beauty and define the lines of your piece of the American dream, your home. And remember, one if by land, two if by sea. Paul Revere's on our logo and the estimate's free. Call the original Boston Fence and Vinyl today. They're the proud winner of Boston Magazine's Best of Boston Fence Contractor in 2021. 1-800-585-7753. Hello. Hi, Grampy. You're still picking me up from baseball tonight in the new Nissan Rogue, right? I want to impress my new girlfriend. Girlfriend? You're 15. You can lease a new 2020 Nissan Rogue Sport S all-wheel drive with just $29.95 cash or trade down plus the normally startup cost for 24 months for only $79 a month. I think that's impressive. Hey, I'm not trying to sell her a car. I just want her to like me. See you tonight. Gotta go. Bye. Go to kellyauto.com for all the easy lease details during the Nissan Thrill of the Drive event. Hey, how's that for making it easy? That's the Kelly Hi, it's John Haley from Obershawn Hardware. Join me every Sunday morning at 7 on At Home with John Haley as we tackle your home projects.
and welcome back to the Car Doctor program on North Shore 1049. Uh, by the way, next week we're going to be talking with uh, kind of old buddy Dan Strollo from the In Control Family Foundation, talking about safe driving and safe driving for teens. And sometimes we get a certificate from him, so we'll have to we'll have to wait to see about that. But right now we have uh, Paul from Braintree on the phone. Paul, good morning. Oh, good morning. How are you? Uh, that was you, interesting. Thank you. I thank you for being patient. I, Oh, that's okay. It was, uh, you know, it's Saturday morning. Yeah. <laughs> Nothing yeah. has to be rushed. The, uh, I'd vote for the uh, 56 uh, Mark II. Um, well, there's a Continental Mark II. Yep. Is that in, yeah. the, in the list? It yeah. is. Uh, it is. It's right in there, but it, it apparently got defeated, and it got oh. defeated by the 55 Ford Fairlane. People have no taste. Yeah, well. <laughs> and, I, and, and I guess... My parents, friends of my parents had one. Uh, I remember seeing, they had the house to go with it, too, which was... Oh, okay. Amazing. I mean, I just remember seeing it on a large driveway, but uh, beautiful car. It just... It just yeah, it, it is. Every time, I on the rare occasion when I see one in a museum or some fancy car show, it is just a beautiful car. And, uh, you know, and, you know, 25 years ago, they were stupid expensive, and all they have has gone up in price now, too. So, and, and you need oh, yeah. you also, like you said, you need the house and the garage to keep it in. Oh, yeah. I mean, it, it came out of, you know, what an architectural digest or something, the combination yeah. of both. Um, yeah. But uh, anyway, they, uh, I hope the people enjoyed it. I was, <laughs> I was very young, but I still remember the car. Um, I, I had a nice experience uh, at a muffler shop in Quincy over the, uh, this past week, and instead of calling complaining about uh, service people, I thought they, they needed a bit of a praise. Um, I had uh, uh, a loose heat shield, of all things, okay. in my car, yep. Yep. and it's been rattling all winter. And I figured, okay, it's a little bit warm. I can, I can really venture out and uh, got my vaccines, and so I thought it was relatively safe. And uh, a friend of mine, actually, uh, the fellow who owns the 442, you know, um, recommended Echo Muffler uh, uh, on Quincy Avenue in Quincy, and oh, okay. I went in and um, they, they 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 took me right away. Uh, all it needed were four bolts. At first, they're going to take it off. I said, "Yeah, really don't need this thing. Um, no. It's a pain." But and I looked at it and I said, "Nah, it just needs four bolts." I had to twist their arm to to have them take some money. It was it oh, was. Wow. Uh, you know, I was in and out. I mean, they they did the whole job maybe ten minutes, if if that. Um, a small little shop. I've gone by it forever, and um, I think they may be the third generation of people to uh, to run it. Um, but um, uh, no, that's they, that's they always good. That's all. That's always good. honest. Yeah, that's always good to hear. And you know, that kind of word of mouth is the you know certainly the you know, best way to, you know, build your business at the same time and doing something that, you know, they looked at it and they could have easily said to you, you know, hey, we get a minimum of a half an hour's labor just to put the car on the lift. And they could have, yeah. you know, they could have whacked you 60 bucks. And you probably could have said, I need a new catalytic converter. I mean, I wouldn't have done that too. I mean, it could have done that too. Yeah. Um, but they were very, um, very efficient. And, and um, so, uh, Chris McCauley was a fellow I dealt with. Oh, okay, good, good, and, uh, it's, anyway. and, it, and it's and it's good too that you left. I, 
you know, a lot of people will just pull the shields off because they're, you know, they're, like, what are they there for? And they, they actually have a purpose there. You know, they wouldn't be on there if they didn't need to be. And some of them are on there. It holds the exhaust up. But, um, you know, it keeps it keeps some of the heat away from the bottom of the car. But it also, um, not that you're going to do this, but if you pulled into a, if your car wasn't running properly and the converter got hotter than it was supposed to and you pulled into a field of tall grass, it would start the grass on fire. So, um huh. So that's what the shield's actually there is to dissipate some heat. And, but, you know, a lot of people just go, oh, I'll just take it off, throw it away. It's just in the way anyway. Uh, but, you know, if it didn't have to be on there, it wouldn't be on there. And I remember years and years ago, um, there was a couple of cars that they would historically run bad. And you wouldn't really know it, but they would be using a little too much fuel. The catalytic converters would get red hot. People would throw the shields away. The catalytic converters would still get red hot, and then it would start the carpet on fire inside the car. Oh, yeah. So it's a, you know, so having the shield on there's not such a bad thing. Yeah, I mean that's what they said. I mean it's it, yeah. because it, it's right around the catalytic converter. I was under right. looking at it, yep. and um, you know how the bolts came off. I don't know, but they did. Or whatever. Yeah. Whatever was holding it together was, and yep. it. Um, it was embarrassing. As soon as I got a first gear, it the the vibration seemed to dissipate, and you didn't right. hear it. But well, in traffic, you know, people would turn around and yeah, say, you know. Yeah. Well, everything you know, everything everything that moves, you know, has a vibration to it. You know, if you took a, you know, if you took a, a you know, a kid's top and spun it, or or a, um, you know, you know, anything like that, at certain at some speed, it's eventually going to vibrate. So. Um, you know, so every, everything, uh, uh, a gyroscope has a vibration at some, at some speed. So, um, so your car, you know, has a certain vibration that it can, that it will, your engine as it's running will produce a certain vibration at a certain RPM, and that's enough to make the loose stuff rattle. So. And it, yeah. and it did for, yeah, for the entire winter. And it did. And it did. Uh, and, yeah. uh, but now well, it does So I can. Well, the, you know. the good thing is you got your shots. You're you're better off because of it. So, uh, yep. You know, I'm getting close. I'm getting close. So, we'll, we'll, oh, good, good, good. I mean, it. Uh, yeah. I got a Pfizer, and um, second one uh, about twelve hours later. You know, I felt like I had yep. the flu and yep. uh, a little fatigue, but I woke up yep. the next morning and it was fine. So that it, means you. That apparently, really that means it, it shows that it's working. So yeah, apparently that means you have a pretty good immune system when you feel a little feel a little lousy afterwards. So. Well, I, yeah, I did. I mean, it, uh, but it, uh, uh, my arm really didn't hurt. It just, it just yep. simple flu yep. symptoms. And yep. um, um, on another subject, maybe you can take up some other time and then do it very quickly. A yep. uh, whole discussion came up yesterday during that very serious car chase with various uh, yep. uh, community police and state police. Apparently, it's very expensive to put a disabling device in some of the local town police cars. Yeah, and yeah, that's a, that's uh, apparently this topic. one that was stolen yep. did not have it. Did have? Uh, yep. Is there any way okay. that that, uh, that price can be reduced? It seemed like a uh, a good could be. Uh, could be. Good hey, we got we got we got to get going, but that's a good topic for another day. You're absolutely right. Absolutely, thank you. Hey, thanks, Paul. Okay. All right, we got to get Great going. Uh, Real estate revealed coming up with Dave Seymour. Is uh, I was going to say something about his melodious tones because he always does. So, but real estate <laughs> revealed with Dave Seymour coming up next. I want to thank Biff for doing the outstanding job he always does and finding our buddy Ted Ryan, uh, who I bet knew about the Maverick, but can't say anything about it. Oh, I could tell he knew about the yeah, Maverick. He knew about the Maverick, absolutely. So until next week, 
make sure you wear your seatbelt, drive safely, be good to your car, and uh, wear a mask and wash your hands. We'll talk to you all next week. Bye-bye.